My name is Don Walker, and I'm the founder and the committee chairman for the Liberty Lake Hometown Heroes Banner Program. Welcome to the Liberty Lake Deep Dive, the patriotically enhanced podcast for the similarly patriotically enthused city of Liberty Lake, Washington. I'm David Gaynor, here in the vast broadcast studios of City Hall, and you are here for an episode that I've really been wanting to do for almost the moment that we first started even talking about doing a city-based podcast for Liberty Lake. That's because on this show, you are going to learn all about really one of the coolest recent attractions in downtown Liberty Lake, and I'm of course talking about those hometown heroes banners that went up on one stretch of the downtown area last fall and which you're going to be seeing even more of during 2023. Don Walker is the person who spearheaded that whole display and he is here to take all the time he wants to give you the full story on how the hometown heroes project came about and how it's become even bigger than it was last year. Before Don reports for duty, though, here is Summer Darrow of the Community Engagement Commission with our top of the show, Know Your Liberty Lake trivia question. Of the 39 Hometown Heroes banners now on display in downtown Liberty Lake, which first name appears the most times? Is it A, Frank, B, Henry, C, Charles, or D, Tom? You'll learn the answer at the end of this show. We are here with Don Walker, the chairperson? Chairperson. Chairperson of the Hometown Heroes Committee. Don, first, for those people who may not have seen it or need to be reminded, tell us what does this Hometown Heroes banner display look like? What is this? What we've got is uh, we stole some ideas from (laughs) another place, uh, quite a few places, as a matter of fact, where they put up banners honoring their local veteran heroes, whether they be alive, active duty, or past, and put them up on the street lights with an American flag above them, and it honors the local veteran heroes. In 2022, what did this look like? Where was this? The banners for the first year were all put up on Country Vista between Liberty Lake Drive and going towards the new high school. And we had 25 of them up the first year. Each one of the street lights on both sides of the street had a a banner of a local veteran with an American flag above it. A little bit about you. What is your connection to the military? I'm a um, U.S. Army veteran. I went to ROTC at Eastern Washington, served in the Army from uh, 1971 through 1974. I was uh, in the Army. Uh, Where were you stationed? Most of my tour was at Fort Wainwright, Alaska, after I spent six months at Fort Benning going through uh, infantry officer training and airborne training. And left the service in what rank? First lieutenant. So tell the story. How did this Hometown Heroes banner come about? Good story. I have a grandson who was working in uh, Omaha, working in a church as a help with the youth programs there. And he's from here at Liberty Lake. And so we went to visit him about a year and a half ago. We were driving around one day out in a suburb called Gretna. As we were headed to Gretna, we're driving down the street, and I looked on both sides of the streets. There was these banners up honoring these local veterans and the American flags above them. And I looked, I said, stop the car, and I got (laughs) out, and I said, this is really awesome. I took some pictures, and I thought, this would really look good at Liberty Lake, I thought. This is really, really something, and what a great honor it must be for the families and the veterans that they do this with. Do you have any idea these banners were there before you? No, just jumped on me, yeah. 
So took some pictures, and then when I got home, I called the people at Gretna up, and I said, who do I talk to? And they sent me to the people in charge there, and they told me how they all got it started and how they did it and what companies they used and everything. You called their city hall? No, I went to the website, Gretna Hometown Heroes. And I went to the website, got the name of the person in charge there, looked at what they had done and when they did it, and called them up and asked them about it and said, send me everything you got, which they did. (laughs) And I found the companies that produced the banners and the hardware and stuff and looked it all up. But I thought it's going to take a bit of a, a challenge to put all this together. So I went to Steve Peterson, our ex mayor. And I said, Steve, tell me about the best veteran contact you have in town. Because I know that he done some stuff. And, and he gave me uh, Bobby Weiss's name of the Liberty Lake Centennial Rotary Club. And the Rotary had done a lot of veteran-centric activities. And so I called Bobby up and I put together my ideas and had ideas of cost and broke it all down. Went and met with Bobby and, and uh, showed him what I wanted. And it took Bobby about five minutes. And he says, I think this is something we can do. Are you a member of Rotary yourself? Yes. I joined after I saw how good a job they did and how what a, what a wonderful group they were. I joined immediately. Before or after the banners? Oh, way before okay. the banners. Yeah, yeah. But but it was it. That's how I got to know them. And I was moved by how much they get done. Um, just an extraordinary bunch of good citizens and good people. And. You know, was the one in Nebraska, was this also through a service club? or? You know, that's that's not an uncommon thing, what I found out. It's not uncommon to have a service club do it, but generally it, it takes a uh, champion, somebody that sees it someplace like I did, and they say, we can do this, and it would look great in our community. And then they go talk to the local veteran organizations or the local service organizations, and we've seen sponsors start with either one of those. In uh, Nebraska, was this the Rotary doing it there? No, it was just a, a local group of people that oh, really? saw it someplace okay. else <laughs> and came back and says we ought to do this. And, and again, the group just championed it and then figured out how to do it and then started promoting it and got lots of sponsors and people to help and the likes. So you went to Liberty Lake Rotary? Uh, well, I went to them first, talked to them about it. At the same time, I had two or three other places that needed to consider it, and the first one was the city of Liberty Lake. So I went and talked to uh, Jen Camp, who I know. Jen Camp is, is one of the administrators here at the city and uh, planted the seed of the idea. And then, you know, she told me all the things that we have to go through, which, you know, includes getting approval and then getting the approval from Avista, since they own all of the light standards. Mm. And they said that Vista had never approved anything on the light standards <laughs> prior to this time. So we had a couple obstacles that are in front of us to start with. So we started with the city. Of course, they loved the idea. They embraced it immediately. Then we had to touch base with Avista. Bobby, uh, we had a lot to do with that. He knew somebody there and we talked to him to start with. And their first answer was no. We don't allow anybody to do it. Mm-hmm. So he and I met with a lady from Avista and told them what our thoughts were, showed them pictures of it, showed them what's entailed. And they said, well, we'll see. And again, their first answer was no. And then a day later, they called up and says, we'll do it. And not only will we do it, but we'll put them up and take them down. No cost. No cost. All volunteer. And then I made a, had a meeting at one of the city council meetings and, and made the presentation, and the city council was all on board. 
About when was it that the Vista said, yes, you can do this? We started gathering this information in uh, March and April in twenty yeah in twenty twenty two and got the city approval and then we got a Vista's approval and then we bid it all out to see how much it would cost and then the rotary stepped up with the seed money to pay for everything and provide the personnel support that we needed when we got started. So we had all the pieces in place and then we discovered something else was going on at Liberty Lake. And we found out that the uh, Vietnam traveling wall was coming to Pavilion Park. And we started thinking, we said, you know, it would be great if we could get them up ahead of time. Generally, the banners are scheduled to go up before Memorial Day and taken down after Veterans Day. But we thought, geez, if we can get them up before the wall gets here, all these people will see it. It'll be another way for Liberty Lake to show their commitment to the veterans. Do you remember when was it that you knew about the Vietnam War Memorial coming? Well, I heard about it about the same time. Actually, I was on that committee that helped them do some publicity and stuff. And so we started working together, hopefully that we'd get it done. So uh, we had to start marketing. We had to start letting people know what we're doing. So you were conceiving like about a one-year plan on this. And then suddenly, oh, let's see what we can get done in, in two months. three or four yeah, months yeah, or something. Yeah. And, and so we contacted the company that we work with, which was uh, Holiday Outdoor Decor. And they sponsored many of these hometown banner programs in other places. Mm. So they gave us samples of banners, and we designed our own. But they told us about the timetables that we needed to do the ordering, and so we got the orders in, and barely in time. And we took us <laughs> it took us about two and a half months to gather all the orders, and we got as many as we could. We got 25 orders in the first group, and then we had to cut it off there because we had to get the orders done and in. So we put them up two days before the memorial wall got here significantly faster than most things move so yeah. just like the members of the military ready to move at a moment's notice <laughs> yeah that kind of thing <laughs> that kind of thing where did the design for the banners come from was this largely based on what you saw in, in nebraska yeah very much so the company that provides the banners for a lot of these hometown heroes they have a whole bunch of designs that you can choose from and you just put in the words you want but we decided to design our own allison armstrong a local lady designed it for us 30 inches by 60 inches, vinyl, two-sided. So the original plan was to have these up two consecutive years starting Memorial Day, but you got in the extra couple of months for... Right, we have, for we the, wanted to get group. it done early, so, so we made a commitment to the people that signed up early that they could have the banners up for September through after Veterans Day, and then we'd put them up for two consecutive years. And at the end of those two years, the family or the sponsor gets the banner to keep. How quickly did you get those first 25? I would say it took us about the full two months because we had to get the word out there that this was going on. We found that the first 15 were pretty easy because they were people that we knew and talked to. Well, Because I right. think you've mentioned we, so I think I've seen that name on one of the banners. He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we did some marketing and, and some presentations at different groups, and we got the next 10 in time to get to 25 up before the September 15th date. What is the process for getting somebody on the banner? In our marketing process, we've established uh, two social media pieces. We have a website called LibertyLakeHometownHeroes.com, 
and you can get pictures and information and get an application. We also have a Facebook page, uh, Liberty Lake Hometown Heroes. The same information is available on there, plus some samples of pictures. Once we got the uh, initial 25, then we worked with uh, a holiday outdoor decor and gave them a really short time frame. We said we need to have everything by end of August, first part of September, so that we can get it to a Vista, so that we can get the banners to put up, and they got it done. We met on the 13th of September. A Vista came out with six people in three trucks and never had put them up before on those deals, so they had to put the hardware up first, and then they hang the banners on them. Plus, there's an American flag on each one. Yes, there's a piece of hardware that holds the American flag, an American flag that goes on each one above the above the banner. So they came with six guys in two trucks, and then at noon, after they ate lunch, there was another six guys in another two trucks. So they came with uh, four trucks and 12 people and had all the banners up by 2.30 that yeah, afternoon. Yeah. It was amazing how much work they got done. Once they figured out how, how to put all of the hardware on, they got it moving pretty good. They were pretty excited about it. Now, I know you had your banner up there, a picture from your military days. Yeah, one of my college group nominated me and put it up there, you know. And you're not the only member of your family with a banner on there. That's right. Actually, the very first banner we ordered was one for my brother, Richard H. Walker. Rich was uh, an infantry officer, and and he was uh, in Vietnam, and he was killed in Vietnam on um, January 15th of 1968. He received the Silver Star, and he was quite... It was quite an emotional thing to have his banner up there, too. Was your brother a resident of the area? No, although he worked out here for a while before he, he went into the service. And what, what did your brother do working here? I think he was moving uh, sprinkler pipes for the Snydemillers. I think he worked out here for a while doing that. And pretty much everybody that worked out here moved some sprinklers for the Snydemillers at some point in time. Was his the first one that went up as well? No, I think we, we kind of lined them up. We got we got a couple of old-time Liberty Lakers, Elmer and uh, Manny uh, Snydemiller, both World War II veterans, significant players in Liberty Lakes history, and their banners are the two lead banners. And then, then we put a group we had at that time, we had three Silver Star winners, and we put those guys up next, and then we kind of just mixed the rest of them in. What do you remember the uh, reactions from people during those couple of months those were up in 2022? You know, it was pretty cool driving down Country Vista and seeing those veterans being honored and American flags flying, and it took your breath away. And I heard that a lot. I heard people talking about them driving down the street weeping <laughs> when they first saw it, and I had a couple of them ran into. When we were feeding lunch to the to the Vista guys, uh, one of the people that had their dad on the banner came in and she hugged me and she was bawling and she said it was just such a cool deal. And once people saw them all up, heard lots and lots of positive things about that. I would imagine just seeing those pictures up there probably started a lot of conversations, a lot of who were these people, what was this time period like, what did they do? Did you hear any stories about people engaging in conversation because of seeing yeah, some of those faces yeah. up there? You know, I'm glad you brought that up because... Each one of the applications came in with a story. And we can only put so much on the banners. And so with the banners having limited space, we can put some awards. We can say a couple little a sentence maybe about, about something. But 
a lot of the applications came in with sometimes a half a page of stories. I mean, we have two of the hometown heroes up there were POWs in World War II. And in each one of those pictures, there's a story. In this new group, 10 of them are World War II veterans. 12 of them are Vietnam veterans. Two of the veterans were killed in action, Richard Walker and Gregory Veracruzzi. We have four Silver Star winners, Lieutenant Walker, Captain David Bray, Colonel Rick Nichols, and Lieutenant Colonel Robert Mocker. Seven Distinguished Flying Cross winners, nine Bronze Star winners, eight Purple Heart winners, two POW medal winners, two that are currently serving. We can have currently serving people up on those banners, but we make sure they got through boot camp first. (laughs) And then we have two women. I would guess that there's probably equal amounts of Army and Navy and maybe a little bit more Air Force. No World War I yet. We did have one of the, the veterans in the new group that he caught the end of World War I and served through World War II and part of Korea. So we do have a World War I veteran up? I don't know that he ever served okay. in the war. He served during that time. Okay. That's where he started anyway. Okay, so the idea to expand for 2023, what's happening yeah. for this year? This year, once we get the banners up again, we expect to have another rush of people that say, I wish I would have had my dad, brother, sister, friend on there, and we'll want to do that. And so we'll continue to take applications. We have designated three or four other spots in Liberty Lake where we can put up extra banners. If we have people that want to buy a banner, we can put them up or want to buy a banner, want to sponsor a banner. Where's the new stretch going this year? The new stretch going this year is we're putting four banners on Liberty Lake Road as it leads to um, Country Vista, coming from the freeway towards Country Vista. There'll be, there'll be four banners on that. Are you extending stretch. the first stretch of road from last year? Yeah, we've got, we've got it approved for 50 light poles, 25 on each side. We used 25 light poles last year. We're going to use another 10 or 12 this year. And then so we have, we're probably going to have 10 or 15 more that would be available on Country Vista. And then we'll probably have the ability to put another dozen or so on Liberty Lake Road between Country Vista and Mission. Where do you see this going? Well, I think at some point we're going to quit adding spaces. Some people, after two years, some people may want to extend the time, and there's some provisions that allow that. And some people that uh, didn't have a space will want a space. And so we'll continue to take applications, and I think that this will continue for a long time. And there'll be new people and new veterans and, and new families moving in that want to be involved in that. But it won't be unlimited new spaces every year. At some point, we'll probably quit. It'll probably be somewhere around, I'm going to guess, 60 or 70 spots. Are there other stretches of road that's on the horizon for this? There's a couple other spots, but, you know, Liberty Lake's a, a town of trees. <laughs> and most of the poles that we look at, you couldn't see the banners for the trees. And so there's some limits to that. But they'll always be add, adding new people as the, the other people come off. You know, a lot of those guys have experience hiding behind trees anyway. Yeah, so. Some of that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the fit for this type of display for Liberty Lake? Well, you know, I, I don't think so. We work in Spokane. It's too big a town. It's got yeah. unless you picked a little neighborhood, you know. And I think that in the future we're probably going to help other 
communities do this because we have a formula now and with the groups that we worked with there's a formula for doing this but we'd pick places like priest river or newport or post falls and smaller communities like that where they can get together and, and their main street isn't got office buildings on both sides and so we'll help them figure it out if they want to because we've had a lot of people inquire about how'd you do this and Really, you get an organization like Rotary or a veteran service organization and a couple people that champion it, and it's not hard to get the city behind it. I don't know how every utility is going to deal with it, but maybe the city owns the light standards. I don't know, but it's rewarding. You know, we talked about the city, and we talked about Liberty Lake, and we talked about Centennial Rotary and all the things that they did. It was just amazing to me how once it hit um, the presentation, hit their idea, they were all in. It was not a, give me a, let me think about this. I mean, they just stepped up and stepped and, and got it done. We couldn't have got it done last year in time for the the wall if that wouldn't happen. The Liberty Lake Centennial Rotary not only stepped up with manpower and ideas, but they'd stepped up with a, a good chunk of money to help make get this thing started. Now, a couple of a basic facts about it, too. We ask that the sponsors, whoever sponsors these banners for the folks, that they donate, and it is a donation, $150 to the uh, foundation to pay for the cost of the banners and the hardware. We do have provisions for two things. One is that if they're a Gold Star veteran, which means they were killed in action, there's certainly no charge for them or no requested donation for them. And we have a string of people that are willing to pay the donation for any veteran. They don't have one to sponsor, but they want to help. So there's all kinds of scholarship type opportunities. Like people who aren't even related or? No, no, they just, uh, we had a company step up and said, we'll do four of them. We had two or three other individuals call up and say, listen, here's some money and we want to sponsor somebody. And Before the banners went up this year, you had this event at Ridgeline High School. Briefly, what was the event? What happened there? What I discovered when I talked to Gretna and a lot of these other people that had these these hometown hero programs, they generally had a ceremony where they introduced all of the new honorees, all of the new hometown heroes, where they would introduce them, tell a little bit about them. They have Facebook pages on, for each one that shows some pictures that they've got and a little bit of information about them. And we didn't have time to do that last year, so we're doing it this year. We did it on uh, uh, May 20th. We uh, expected that we'd get two or 300 people, and we did. We had uh, the city, Avista, and um, the Rotary each had something to say, and then we introduced each one of the current Liberty Lake hometown heroes and said a little bit about them. A little bit more than what's on the banner. A little bit more than what's on the banner. And then the families and the sponsors were given a chance to take a picture with the banners before we put them up on the street. And then the talking about the Facebook page, the objective has been and was always to do a Facebook page for each veteran and allow each one of the sponsors or family members to add pictures and, and add to their story. And it would be available on, on the Liberty Lake Hometown Heroes Facebook. And then each one of the anniversaries of their birth or their death, they would be up on the Facebook page and say, today we're honoring Richard H. Walker. He was born on this day. Or we're honoring uh, Gregory Veracruzzi, who was killed in action on such and such a date. So on their birth dates, it'll always pop up. Their names will come up and 
picture of their uh, Facebook page. And that's a new thing for 2023. Right. Even if people can't even come to Liberty Lake, right? they can see what the look banners it, look like. They look it up. Go to the Facebook site. Yeah, and, they, and if it's somebody they know, they can find them on the Facebook yeah. and find a little bit about them, see the picture of the banner and all works, right? Why did you want to do this? You know, after I quit working, I retired working, I decided I'd get involved in some volunteer activities. And the veteran activities were close to my heart because, of course, I had my time in the service, but mostly because I had friends and a brother that were killed over there. And so I started working at doing some volunteer work at New Beginnings out here at Post Falls. Does great stuff, service group that helps veterans with all kinds of things. And as I worked with them, I came across the, an idea that there was a lot of veterans that didn't know about the benefits and services that were out there for them. So I formed a group called Veterans Help Net. And a group of us got together, and we ended up being the catalyst of publishing um, the Veterans Chronicle and the Spokesman Review and the, and the Veterans Press and the Coeur d'Alene Press. It comes out every month. It's uh, newspaper articles and stories about veterans that needed help, found help, and where they can find it and that kind of stuff. So I was kind of wrapped up in this whole thing. And then when I drove through Gretna again, I thought, you know... There's another thing I can do. Maybe we can figure that out for Liberty Lake, and we did. How long have you lived in Liberty Lake? I grew up in Spokane. Uh, after I graduated at Eastern, I went into the ROTC. I was in ROTC at the time, went into the Army for three years and came back. And I was in um, real estate and mortgage for 1974 through 2015. I moved here in 1997. Matter of fact, I live in Garden Ridge, and we were the third house built there. What are the comments that have happened to you since last fall? What are some ones that maybe stand out most to you? It was amazing. Some people were commenting how wonderful it was to have flags on the street. You know, and, and the, the banners were important to them. But the fact that we had all these light poles down the, one of our main streets with American flags on them meant as much to them as anything. I thought that was interesting. Okay, this, this year is, is going to be a nice tie-in to Memorial Day. Yep. Fourth of July. I mean, yep. my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a summer long Fourth of July yep. patriotism festival. It will. In downtown. It will again, yes. Yeah. And to honor these guys that have spent the time and done their stint in the military and the families that love them and, re and respect them, and we wanted to honor them. As you look at year two of the process, what's your feeling in your head? What kind of sense of pride do you have? What kind of sense of accomplishment? You know, I think I'll feel it more this year. The process was so hectic the first year. It's really, you know, it's it's a great feeling. The comments of the people at Liberty Lake and the families and the like have been very moving. Okay, so one more time for anybody who wants to be a part of this, whether they want to have their family member up or have themselves up or want to honor a friend or just want to pay for somebody else's, what do they do? Go to LibertyLakeHometownHeroes.com or Facebook at Liberty Lake Hometown Heroes. Or they go to the front section of the city hall, and there's uh, some applications and flyers there. Great. Thank you, Don. Like the people on those banners, you, sir, are a great American. Oh, thank you, David. <laughs> now, back at the microphone, here is Summer Darrow with the answer to today's Know Your Liberty Lake trivia question. What first name appears the most often on the Liberty Lake Hometown Heroes banners? There are now four people named Tom or Thomas who are honored on the banners. None of the other names in the choices that were given, Frank, Henry, and Charles, are on any of the banners, although they are the names of some of the members of the military who are regularly seen on the TV show MASH. 
And so we've come to the evening bugle call on this installment of the podcast. Let's all raise a big salute to Don Walker for giving us 39 reasons to look up with a lot of respect while traveling in Liberty Lakes downtown area this year. And we hope all of you will re-enlist with us for the next installment of the Liberty Lake Deep Dive. Deep Dive.